This is Daylight and Moonshine with me, Apologetic G. I'm sure you can see it in my face if you're watching the video or hearing my voice. If you're listening to it, yeah, let's just say um, it's been a rough week. Let's just say that and leave it at that. So today's topic will be the art of expression. And we're going to go into detail about how important it is to express yourself for yourself and others, actually. Um, but expression is an art. A lot of people don't look at it like that, but it really is. And we're going to go into depth about it. And I'm going to throw out there a bunch of different um, options or a, a bunch of different avenues to express yourself that a lot of people don't look at in that manner for some reason. It is art. It truly is art. When you give a piece of yourself to someone, to anyone, or just put it out there in general, it's art. This podcast, this is my art. You know, whatever you do, it's your art. So we're going to go into depth about that. So stick with us, 35, 45 minutes. We're not going to make this one too long. This is Daylight and Moonshine. DJ, imaginary DJ, drop that track. Back to the damn podcast, y'all. Episode one, three. And yes, it's just me, your boy G, on this episode about the art of expression. And we're going to go into detail about expressing yourself and the importance of it. It's very important that, you know, everybody express themselves. I don't think this is talked about enough. In fact, I like to I like to intentionally stick with topics that people don't talk about a lot. I like to highlight different topics that's important to me. I think it's important to me for myself and others. Um, so I highlight it. Those are the things that I like to talk about. And this is definitely one of them. Expressing yourself, expressing yourself. It's art. Anything that you give to another person willingly, your expression is art. There's so many different ways that you can express yourself. And we tend to get shut down sometimes by others, usually people that we care about the most. And it's usually for a few different reasons, religion, usually jumps in there and stifles a person expression. Um, close relatives, they usually, they usually jump right in there. Um, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunties, close relatives will jump right in there and will stifle a person's expression. 
because we don't look at it as art. This is a big deal. It should be a big deal. I had a personal experience with this myself. And guess what? I was the asshole that stifled someone else's expression. I was. I was that guy. Um, years later, that was a big lesson for me. I always say life is full of lessons. That was a huge lesson for me years later. But what if I knew that then when I was doing it? What if I, what if I was educated on the art of expression back then, back before I could ruin it for somebody else, before I stifled someone else's expression? I'll get into detail about my personal story in a minute, but I just want to highlight all of these things that I'm saying right now. For the people that's listening, you could either be the person that's trying to express themselves in some weird, irrational way, and somebody's jumping in and just kind of muffling you, like putting, you know, <laughs> just stopping your expression, whatever it is. You know, I don't want to be too specific, <laughs> too specific because. It can be in any way. Um, But like I said, there's a lot of different ways that you can express yourself. And there's a lot of different ways that people can stop you from expressing yourself. A lot of people aren't even aware of what they're doing when they're doing it. So before I get into my story, I'll just share a few different ways that, no, you know what? No, I won't share that. I'll share that afterwards let's get into my story let's get into what i did personally to stifle someone's art their way of expression and like i said unfortunately it took me years to realize what i did but while i express this story i just want you to think and imagine what if What if somebody jumped in, excuse me, and expressed that to me? What if somebody, prior to me doing what I did, said that? What if I read a book? Not saying that there wasn't a book out there, just saying that I didn't read it. And I was reading back then. Um, But what if I knew before I did it? And in the midst of doing it, I could have stopped myself. This is what I'm attempting to do right now. I'm putting this out here. So that maybe somebody is right in the middle of potentially stifling stifling somebody's expression. A future artist, a future poet, a future whatever doesn't matter you know you can stomp all over somebody's expression the way they choose to express themselves 
and they can go in their shell for the rest of their freaking lives and never be the same again. That can happen. That I'm sure has happened over and over and over again. So like I said, I just want to highlight, this is what I'm attempting to do right now. I want to put all of this out here. I've never heard anybody talk about it. So I'm talking about it right now. With the hopes that somebody will listen to this on either side, either the expressy, you know, or the expressor. I don't know if that's the correct way of saying it. Let's just say <laughs> I could be doing some Jesse Jackson shit right now. Just making some shit up. Um, but either the person that's expressing themselves or the person that will potentially stifle someone's expression. Either one. You can be either one of those people listening to this right now. And this hopefully can potentially stop you from either stopping somebody else's expression or give you the courage to keep going when somebody tries to put your fire out. Give you the courage to keep pushing forward to express yourself, no matter how weird, goofy, silly it feels or sounds or looks to you and everybody else. You keep pushing forward because you know that you're getting it out. Cooking it, cooking. It's an expression. That's that's art. It's art. You ever seen a, a shelf get down? <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever watch Master Chef or Hell's Kitchen? You know, ever seen a shelf just get down? Just cook a, a dope ass meal. And when you plate it, the art, the art on that plate when you plate it, you know, like that was my first love, like cooking. Like that was my first love. That was my first form of expression when I would cook a meal. So it was about the presentation. It was about the taste. It was about everything. It was about the ingredients when you put it in there. It's about the way you stir it. It was about everything. It was about how nice the, the pot looked and how clean the stove was. Everything was art. Can y'all feel me when I say that? Like, everything was art. It was all art. Do we look at it like that? Chefs do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do we look at it like that? Do, like, the general public look at it like that? That's what it is. That's just one form of expression. Just one out of thousands. So I'll get into my personal story. Um, I will I will start at the very beginning. I'll actually start before the beginning, if that makes sense. Because when this transpired, I was in my 20s. So I'll go before that to give some background on how I was raised. How I was raised so that everybody understands why I did what I did. Um. So I was raised, I mean, y'all anticipate like I'm just doing, I did some asshole shit. I really did, but it wasn't like, it wasn't 
extreme like some people make me think. <laughs> but anyway, so I was raised to express myself. My mom was very expressive with me and my brothers. She was very open with us, very honest with us. And, you know, she taught us to be the same way. She shared with us, she probably overshared with us things about her personal life as a child. I felt like I knew her. She was so expressive. That was her art, just communicating that with us. Um, but she was really open with us and, you know, we knew a lot. A lot of it, I felt, like I said, oversharing. I felt like this may be too much for me to know as a child, but as an adult, I can definitely appreciate all of the extra information that I had because it helped me really grasp not only what was going on with her, but who she was as an individual then, now, and maybe even later on, you know, like it really puts things into perspective for you, especially as an adult, especially as an adult. So anyway, she was very open and honest with us and she shared everything. Um, open communication was huge in our, in, in our upbringing, me and my brothers. That was me. That was the way I was raised. And I got into a relationship with a person that was not raised like that, that had a parent with a very old school mentality that was pretty fixed. And you're the child, I'm the parent, you do what I say. That's it. The communication was pretty much, I talk, you listen. I tell you, you say, okay. And um, there was even, and of course, I'm not going to go too deep into detail because I respect the hell out of everybody's privacy and all this stuff. So, you know, obviously, you know, all, all of this, it really happened, but I'm not going to go too in-depth because I respect, I respect that. Um, yeah, I'll get it. So anyway, um, so I get with this person. I'm in a relationship with this person that has the opposite of what I had as far as open communication as a child. And I witnessed this on several occasions, one specifically when we had to pull over, like she could not even drive while talking to her parent. And I'm sitting here in the passenger seat, like what is going on here? And everything got quiet and it was just like 100% attention is on this phone call. And of course I can hear what was going on in the phone call and um, I'm like, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm tripping like, yo, like I'm starting to get antsy. Like it's one thing to have respect for the situation. It's a whole nother thing to feel like, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 
do you need help? Like, you know, like what's, what's, you know, say a safe word or what's, what's going on? Somebody got somebody important held at, at gunpoint and hostage. What's, what's going on? And back in that time, like I was, you know, I was a little ratchet man. I was, I was hustling and I was, I was in those streets in that way. So I'm like, do we got we got to handle some of what's going on? Cause um, yeah, I'm tired of sitting here, like. And you know, of course, later on, it, it wasn't fully explained to me in detail about what was going on, but you know, it was still like this is important, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get off the phone. This is apparent. So anyway, I didn't know what was going on. It was very confusing for me. And this happened on different occasions. And just this one particular time stood out in my head because we were going somewhere. We were in the car and we could not drive because all of our attention had to be focused on this phone call where she was being, I guess, chastised about something that I didn't even know about. So that happened. And it happened a few more times, just not in that sense. Like it didn't involve me in that sense. After that, like I saw it, I just kind of, I just, I, I kept trying to put myself out there. Like, you know, if you need anything, you know, I understand this is your parent, but if you need anything or you want to talk about it, just let me know. Now, meanwhile, I'm going through all types of craziness in, in my own head, but I'm still there for this person. Just like, you know, it's typical me. I'm still there for this person. You know, if you need me, I, you can, we can talk or whatever. Let me know. Um, so that went on and it was just, it was crazy for me because I wasn't raised like that. So when we got deeper into our relationship that lasts for years, there were situations that popped up where we would bump heads and I would try to express myself or I would express myself, but it would, for me, it would fall on deaf ears. So I felt like my point wasn't really getting across because she would just go numb. And I saw the same numbness when she was on the phone with her parent. And um, like I said, I'm intentionally not being too specific because I just, I respect, um, even though this is a, this is an ex, I still respect their privacy. So, but you feel what I'm saying. So I say I saw the same numbness when I started to express myself about different things in our relationship. Yo, so I think like this, this is going on. I, I want to talk about it. And it was just like a blank numbness. So anyway, fast forward, this kept happening, kept happening. And if anybody know a Taurus, we take a lot. We take a lot. It can be misconceived as we just see red and we jap out. We don't have quick tempers. Our tempers aren't quick. We have very long tempers. Our temperament is very long, not short at all for anybody that, that will misunderstand this. But we let little shit pile on until that little shit turns into a lot of shit 
and then we reach our boiling point, that's when we see red. So you can do some random little shit and put that last little drop on top of something that's already a big pile, and that's when you see the bull come out. That's a true. That's a true Taurus. It's it's a misconception that we have short tempers or we have violent tempers or bad tempers and all this stuff. It's like no, we don't. We're very patient. We're very patient. Um, we rarely get like to that point. But this is what happens. It, it, you know, over time, shit piles up. And my shit was piling up over the years. And when you finally see that bull, that's what happened. They took the last of that little BS that you had to give them. And that's it. Now they see in red. That's it. It's not a, a short fuse and a short temper at all. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's a lot. We take a lot. But once we reach that point, that's when you see that. Our problems are we don't always communicate that well as, as far as we are <laughs> about to reach our point. Um, for me personally, and I can only speak for me, I did not realize what I was doing. I didn't realize that I was that I was letting stuff pile up. I didn't realize that at all. I knew I was taking a lot and I knew I expressed myself every single time. Yo, I'm letting you know, hey, um, somebody just put, I don't know who, but somebody just put a little bit of something on here. It's piling up. Just letting you guys know next time. Hey, um, somebody just put something else up there. Just letting you guys know, you know, whatever. So, of course, you know, <laughs> it's going to get a little more aggressive every time or whatever. But there's a big difference. You know, when you put that last final drop on there, that um, that makes us overflow with anger. And that can be misconceived as, as a short fuse. It's not. We're very patient. We take a lot. But that's where I was at. So, you know, when I finally blew up or when I finally started to just like, oh, like what, what was going on or whatever, I realized... I was getting communicated with. It was just in a way that I was one, not used to. And two, I, I did not understand for the life of me. So she would write me letters. She would write me letters and she would give me letters and they started off real nice and lovely. You know, everything was so beautiful when she was expressing herself through her letters. And she was doing that from the very beginning. I would get one page, two page. It will be so much time and effort put into this letter. Smiley faces and hearts, little cutesy things, sometimes even little characters. So much love being put into these letters that I was receiving over the years. I just got so many letters. That was in the very beginning. So she was expressing herself. And I just thought it was some cutesy little thing. So y'all see where this is going now, right? Y'all see where this story is going. So when I blew up on her, 
really bad. It was about the letters. I didn't understand if I'm sitting here right in front of you and we are in a relationship and we supposedly love and care for each other. Why in God's name can't you just say what's on this letter? Why can't you can't just say it to my face? Why? We grown. And I'm pretty sure it came out a lot worse than what I just said. But that's what I presented to her. Um, we we were in a discussion about something, and I was just so fed up, and my pot was flowing over. And she gave me four letters, and I took those four letters. And this was after me coming to her several times, saying, yo, we need to talk about this. This is on my mind. Let's talk about it. I feel like our relationship is just going in the dumps. Yo, woo, let's talk about it. She came in, gave me these four letters. I was at my peak. I took those four letters, did not read a single word on those letters. Uh, I say four letters, four, four pages, four pages, um, probably front and back. I don't know. I didn't look at it. I didn't read it. It was folded up all nice and cute, probably had a little perfume on it. I don't know. I don't give a damn. I hand delivered these these. <laughs> four pages right back to her and said, damn, I want you, since you love writing letters and this is the way that you talk to me when you're talking about your feelings or whatever, sit here and read this shit to me. I'm not going to read it because first of all, your handwriting is really difficult to read. I don't know. This ain't cursive. It ain't, it, it's not writing. I don't know. It's it's just your language. I don't know. It's it's really hard for me to decipher what's on there. And it was when it was cutesy and you had the little characters and the hearts and all that stuff. It was real. No, I'm not. I'm not in the space to be reading these letters right now. You need to you need to translate. So I said, if this is what you feel comfortable doing, that's fine. But I threw the letters at her and said, just read it to me because I want to hear these words coming out of your mouth. We were literally in the same, we were in my apartment. We're in the same house. We're in my apartment. Why in God's name can't you just talk to me? I couldn't understand it because I was raised by a very vocal parent that taught me to express myself. She actually told me that. She told all of us that, me and my brothers. You got something on your mind, you talk about it, you say it. She was very expressive and she, and she taught us to be very expressive. This is all that I knew. So I couldn't understand for the life of me, why in the world couldn't I get that from this partner that I was with as an adult? I'm in my early 20s, I'm in a relationship. This is what life is about. Okay, cool, it's, I'm loving it, yes. I'm an adult now. I'm a young adult. I'm in a relationship. I'm doing things. On TV, they don't write letters on TV, not like that. Every once in a while, it might be a little cutesy stuff, but they talk to each other on TV and like, you know, on the soap operas and shit, like they talk to each other, right? Why we ain't talking? I was pissed at the highest level of 
Pistivity. Yes, that's a word. I was pissed. So I threw the letters back in her face. And I demanded her to read these letters. If you insist on writing these letters, that's fine. Read everything that you just wrote in here. But I want to hear these words coming out of your mouth. I don't want to read nothing. I was angry. I was frustrated. And at that very moment, I stifled her expression. She completely closed up on me. She went all the way in her shell. Now, of course, looking back at the signs of how she clammed up when her parent called her that day and many days after that, Hindsight is 2020, thinking back, of course. I realized, you know, what was going on, but it's so much easier when a person can express themselves to you directly and tell you, I just wasn't raised like this. I didn't have a voice as a child. I didn't have a voice in, in, in my household. I was a child. I was treated like my opinion, my voice didn't matter. And I was told what my thoughts should be. I was told what I should and should not do. I was told everything. And all of me wasn't there. Of course, if she had to just said that to me, I would have gotten it. But I'm sure she didn't even know that. She was still in the process of being that person. And like I said, yeah, I refer to myself as an asshole and all that stuff. But as you look at the big picture, as you look at the big picture, the same way that I looked at the big picture, I realized I didn't know. I did not know it was something that I had to figure out just like I'm sure she had to figure out. But looking back on it, of course, I was raised in this manner. You were raised differently. But I knew at that moment, I did something that I could not just fix with an apology. I could not just fix with anything, with flowers or candy or anything, because eventually she did start back writing the letters, but it was not, it was never the same. And let me tell you, it took a long time it took a long time. I did not receive a single letter from her for quite some time. I, I, I kept all the letters and I have them in my stash. I'm, yeah, I'm a pack rat. I keep a lot of stuff, but um, not necessarily for sentimental value, but also for um, 
just for stuff like this, like I never thought that I'd be doing a podcast at this point in my life, but um, just just to be able to to sit back and reflect on um, things that happen in your life, you know, you don't know, you know, certain things are important, but you don't know exactly what you're you may or may not need them for. So. I'm sure if I just went back and analyzed every single thing, maybe I could figure something out, but I don't know. Um, What I do know is nothing was the same after that. I didn't know until that moment, but at that moment I knew I fucked something up real bad. You know, but like, I, I don't hold myself I hold myself 100% accountable for everything I've done and said, but I don't, I don't go hard on myself for that because it was a learning experience for both of us, I'm sure. But once again, I'm sharing this with everyone that's listening so that maybe you could potentially not make the same mistake that I did. Or maybe you're the person that's attempting to express themselves and you, you get it. You get what I'm saying 100%. And maybe when someone attempts to stifle your expression, you won't let it happen. Like she, she let me shut her up by throwing those letters in her face and challenging her and daring her to just say the words yourself. She was giving me her. She was expressing herself. That wasn't enough for me. I wanted her to say it out of her mouth. I knew she wrote the damn letters. Why wasn't that enough? She wrote the letters. Why wasn't that enough? Because it was ridiculous to me to think that you're sitting right in the next room and you just can't say this shit. That was like the craziest thing to me. And I said some hurtful stuff to her. I know I did. I'm not repeating it because it's not worth it. And I don't remember everything I said, but I know I was a total jerk to her. No, nothing disrespectful. I was never that dude. I was never that BB ho, blah, blah, blah. No, I was never that guy. But I was real sassy with my mouth. And I know I could say some stuff that wouldn't be cussing you out, that wouldn't be degrading you. But it would definitely eat you up and be, you know, in in the same sort of sense of belittling a person with intellectual words that that didn't sound like you was getting cussed out, but you was, you know, you you was getting cussed out without cuss words. So I I know I'm that person. I know I was that person. So, you know, I, I, I won't even front like I didn't do that. I know I did. But it took her expression away. So, yeah, that was my personal story. And it was something that I will probably never forget. I've since apologized to her directly, probably more than once. I've acknowledged everything that I've just shared right now. I've acknowledged that to her. And whether that's something that she's really ready to heal or not, that's on her. I have nothing to do with that. Like that's you you can't go deep within a person's personal st- 
stuff, you know, even if this is somebody that's close to you, they have to be ready to heal from that. They have to be ready to fix that. That's not on you. That's not on me. You know, that's, that's their stuff. But it was a discussion. It was something that we, you know, talked about. Um, but yeah, I, I want to point out that's just one. She wrote, she wrote different, different things uh, to express herself. She wrote, uh, I think she might have, may have wrote, wrote poetry or something like that, but I know she did write just letters to express herself. I know, I'm sure she did that before me too. Um, I got a little list of different ways to express yourself just in case people don't think that whatever they're doing is expression. It is. You're getting it out. It's expression. It's you. Tattoos. Expression. I got a tattoo on my wrist that says smile. It literally reminds me to smile. It really does. Not in a Alzheimer's, Parkinson's sort of way, but you know, in a and I'm not laughing at that. I'm just saying, like, it's not in that way. It's it's simply, um, it serves as a reminder because growing up in Chicago, you have to have a mug on your face. You know, resting Kanye face. You know, you walk around with a mug on your face, and you know, you can't be walking around smiling in the hood. Just smiling for. You know, like, like like you get this fixed look on your face just from the environment that you're raised in. And I realized I had that. As a kid, I had I had my innocence as a kid, and I used to smile all the time, and they used to call me smiley, and I didn't like that. I hated that shit. I didn't like that people knew what I felt inside because I was always happy. I was a happy kid. And I could not hide my smile. And I hated the fact that people knew that I was just happy all the time. As crazy as that sounds. And I used to cringe. It, it was it was a little a girlfriend of my brother's that would call me smiley. Everybody didn't call me that, but there was a few people that did, and I, I didn't like that. And I would consciously practice to not smile, to, to you know, have like a look on my face because I didn't want people to know when I was happy or when I was sad, like whatever. Like I didn't want to wear my feelings on my face. So over time, it stuck. It stuck with me. Like I will wear a mug and it did, it did just the opposite. Like now all of a sudden, like I got this mug on my face, this, ugh, this look on my face that I couldn't get that off. Crazy. To the point where I had to remember to smile. Crazy. Just because of the environment that I was raised in. Um, so tattoos are expression. I love them. Creative writing. It's expression. If you're writing, keep writing. Don't stop writing. Drawing, that's expression. 
exercise is expression. It really is. Um, it helps people exert a lot of stressful energy and whatever, like just get, get them through the day. Like that is expression. Um, even like your body, a lot of people do, um, sensual nude posing or nude modeling or whatever that's expression that's your body your body's art no matter what it looks like but a lot of people like to scope their body because they look at it in that way so they exercise and they concentrate on certain parts of their body that's their art it really is excuse me styles of clothing different styles poetry music graffiti Different shirts with phrases on it, the vibes only. Shout out to Bob Ross. <laughs> you know, piercings, dancing, like I said before, cooking. It's all art. You ever see somebody that was just on a dance floor and they just lose it? They just lose themselves in the music. That's art. You can watch them and you can enjoy watching them. And sometimes they're dancing in a way that is not all that hot, but you can tell that they're really into it. They're really into the music and it's just, they vibe it. They gotta be like, oh, I'm like, he, he effed up or he high or she, you know, must have popped a pill on it. It ain't always gotta be like that, man. It's just like they vibe into the music. They really feeling themselves. You're having a moment all in yourself. Sometimes you're gonna have a natural high. Well, you may look crazy as hell to somebody that don't get it, but to somebody that gets it, they know like, wow, she is in it. She is like vibing. It could be the music. It could be a combination of things. It could be a balance of things. Your feelings plus the music. Well, you gotta have that vibe within yourself. It ain't always just, it ain't just the music. Trust and believe. You have that within yourself where you just in that space where it's just like, you just feel good. And you just dance and you just feeling yourself. That's art, that's expression, man. So, just to close it out, you know, I encourage all of you to continue to express yourself in any way, shape, or form that you feel comfortable. Only you truly know how it feels and, and, and what your true expression is. And you can do it in so many different ways. I used to love expressing myself with food. And I would cater to whoever I was cooking for. What do you like? You like spice? You like savory? You like salty? You like, what do you like? What do you like? I love music too. Anyway, but I would cater to the person that I'm cooking for because I would want them to just have that, ah, that moment where they taste whatever it is that they like. And they're in a state of joy and pleasure. Like, yeah, I did that. Like, I feel like I really accomplished what I set out to accomplish if that person enjoys the meal that I catered to them. 
and I constantly cook to perfect my craft. So I do it for myself a lot, but if I'm in a relationship, then I definitely spoil the person that I'm with, with their favorite foods. And it's, it's a plus, it's like a bonus if they enjoy the same type of food that I enjoy. My mom really benefited a lot from that because she allowed me the space to express myself through cooking when I shouldn't have been cooking. I was young as hell, shouldn't have been on the stove, but I would risk getting in trouble just to cook. And I wanted to cook a meal for her and I would constantly do it. And she allowed me the space to sort of perfect my, my craft. And that moved on to music and into poetry and to just different things, you know. I love shirts with phrases on it. I express myself a lot through that. I have people come up to me all the time because of the shirts that I'm wearing all the freaking time. All the time. So, like I said, I just want to encourage people to keep doing what you're doing to express yourself. Expressing yourself is art. It is truly art. And that's what this episode is about, the art of expression. I cannot stress it enough. And for the people out there that's throwing a monkey wrench in somebody else's expression, take time to really think, really look at that person and really take it all in. Don't be a G. Don't be me. Don't be me, you know, don't poop on somebody else's expression, man. It's it's one of the worst things that you can do. And if you've done it already or if you end up doing it, it's okay. Don't go hard on yourself. Like, it's a lesson for you in the two. But going forward, support your people with their expression. Support them. So... I will try my best to put out another episode every Thursday, but definitely this Thursday coming up. This episode will go up as soon as possible. I only want to say a day, but it's going to, it's late. I know it's super late, (laughs) but I'll try my best to be consistent going forward. But thank you. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you take something from it. I really do. And until the next time, I love y'all and I'm out.